Inside the Healing Room with Evangeline Hemrick. Hey guys, so nice to be back with you again. It's been a little while since I did my very first online course and threw out a lot of information to everybody. Might have taken you a while to digest all that energy awareness and intuition information. And then after that, I launched my book. So if you haven't heard, I have written a book and it's called True Calling. And it's a guidebook for anyone who works with the public and touches other people for a living, any kind of therapy profession, any kind of practitioner from massage therapy to energy healing, physical therapy, you name it. Even really nurses, cosmetologists, people who touch other people all day. That's who the book is for. It's full of self-care strategies so that you can thrive while you help others feel better. That's what my book is all about. And I would love for you to check it out. It's called True Calling. You can get it on Amazon or you can get it at my website, evangelinehemrick.com. And if you haven't signed up for my newsletter at evangelinehemrick.com, definitely hop on over there and check it out because there's a free meditation download right now, lots of cool giveaways, great self-care information that you can download. So I would love for you to make yourself comfy in my sacred space online, evangelinehemrick.com. So it's been a very interesting few months with the launch of the book, with doing lots of new and exciting and a little bit scary things. (laughs) And it's just shown me as I've been away from recording in my healing room It's very apparent to me how much I love doing this and how much I want to connect and continue to create community around the podcast. So I'm really looking for ways to to do more because I love it. I love sharing this way and I love hearing from you guys about what's working, what strategies, self-care implementation you're doing, how you're taking good care of yourself, how you're filling up your cup so that you can go back out in the world and take care of other people the way that you do. And how you're learning to be more energetically tuned in and self-aware. Let me know. I love hearing from you. And you can always reach me at healing at evangelinehemrick.com. So like I said, there's just been a lot going on, but I did go back and do another weekend of study with Raymond Grace, my man up in the mountains, Mr. Energy Frequency Vibration himself. I plan to go back to Abingdon, Virginia and study again with him. But what I did not plan on (laughs) is my mom and my husband and my son going with me. I wanted to take my son and I had asked him, I said, you know, I understand you don't typically have children in your class, but my kid is going to get this and this is going to be great for him to have at age 12 to have more techniques to utilize his thoughts and to create with his mind and heal with his mind and master his emotions. Can you imagine if we had had that information at that age? What a treasure chest. And to not have to undo and deprogram a lot of conditioning that's not serving us, not for our highest good. So I was super excited to take him and everything just kind of fell into alignment with 
my family all wanting to go. And it just seemed like one of those moments where everything came together because it was the opposite of if I was really trying to get somebody to see something, if I was like, oh, you got to take this class with me. Oh, you're going to get it. No, it was nothing like that. It was just alignment. So I wanted to share with you today some of the high points of that information that I got from that weekend and tell you a little bit about how I've changed my mind on some things. And I entitled this episode Pendulum Schmendulum because I have always just not been a big fan of working with a lot of healing tools. Not that I don't think that they can be very useful and valuable. No judgment on it. I just was always of a mindset that I wanted to be traveling light and using my body and using my own mind, heart, breath, so that I could come across techniques that would build me up and fortify me where I didn't need a whole bunch of stuff with me in order to feel better. That's been a focus of mine for a really long time. So I'm going to share with you how I've changed my mind about a couple of things because it's always good to change our minds. I'm always interested in having my mind blown and taking different paths in my brain other than those well-worn paths of certain thoughts and ideas that I've played over and over again so many times. So if you haven't checked out my podcast on Confessions of a Dirty Mind, where I explain my experience with studying with Raymond Grace for the first time, definitely check that one out in the archives. That's sort of part one to this, and I'm going to be referring to a lot of his techniques. But basically, I came across this guy years ago because he does a lot of really good stuff with clearing and energizing water and treating water like the powerful life force energy that it is. And what drew me to him is his sense of empowerment. He works with energy, vibration, frequency, and works on clearing anything from uh, your body to your space to water, but he doesn't stop there. And that's what I like. A lot of energy healing techniques focus on clearing, but his process is more complete to me because he talks about energy is just neutral. Energy is neither positive or negative. We assign a lot of <laughs> judgment or value to energy in different ways, but that's just us. He's more neutral about neutralize non-beneficial energy and then take that like a lump of clay and make that into something that is beneficial for you, something that you can work with, something that is good for you. And this resonates with me deeply because if you did ever listen to, let's see, what podcast was that that I did? Ah, yes, it's one of my very first ones about what my clients have taught me. If you listened to that episode, you might remember where I discussed, I learned from working with my clients that emotions are neither negative or positive. We can call them negative emotions if we're talking about anger or fear or grief, but they're not. They're just a natural part of our energy field and our body. What's important is what we do with them. And that's what I really like about his techniques because he uses what's called dousing, which if you look online, you're going to see a lot of positive and negative definitions of dousing. Dousing can be anything from finding water in the ground to doing the kind of work that he does, which is more measuring energy and accessing intuition, I would say. 
That's what he uses a pendulum for. So he uses this pendulum and he will connect to that pendulum, even though he says you do not need an object. You do not need some fancy schmancy pendulum in order to read energy. You can get finely tuned enough with your own body that you become the pendulum. You become the dousing rod. I really believe that, but how I have changed my thought process on pendulum usage is seeing the effectiveness of how he uses one and how the the way that he uses the pendulum is not hocus pocus. And it's also not spiritual laziness. Because <laughs> I think that's what has always turned me off about pendulums until I found his work. He's not using it in a way that is like a spiritual cop-out. Because I've seen people use him like, oh, what should I eat today? You know, just asking almost like eight ball kind of questions. If any of you are old enough to remember eight balls, I remember I had one of those when I was little. That's what just totally turned me off about pendulums before. And that's not how he's utilizing this as a healing tool at all. He's very clear that it doesn't have to be any specific material. It can be a beautiful gemstone. It can be very lovely and crafted, or it could be a washer tied on a string because all you're doing is giving yourself something that is a connection to your nervous system, your inner knowing that is far greater and wiser than our minds give it credit for being. And so it gets you out of your own way to check energy with a pendulum. And he has a chart which he devised from, he made some variations to a free chart and mini course that a guy named Walt Woods did. And if you want to start working with a pendulum and dousing, I'm going to give you a link to a free mini course. It was very generously offered online. And Raymond took his chart and made some modifications to it to make it even easier. So Raymond also has an online course that I think is very, very useful if you want to connect in and start using a pendulum in this way. But I want to back up a little bit and explain to you why I used to be so skeptical. Like I said, I don't like anything that's a spiritual cop-out. I don't like how people feel sometimes that they have to have a whole bunch of stuff with them in order to make a positive change, in order to heal or make an energy shift. It's just not true. I think that that can be limiting. If you're out somewhere, I want to know that I've got what I need just with my own body. I've got what I need with my breath and my heart, my mind and my intention, my energy field that I can work on things. And I don't want to feel like if I'm traveling or if I just happen to find myself somewhere, I want to be useful and effective. I don't want to be like, oh, I don't have my huge bag of gemstones with me, or oh, I don't have this healing tool or this shamanic power tool. I can't do my work. So that's what turns me off. But as I say that, please keep in mind, I love gemstones. I love shamanic power objects to place on my altar. And it really all comes down to what makes you feel good? What makes you feel powerful? That's what I want you to remember when you're just overwhelmed with the barrage of just healing tools and objects and all these things that you could use, they're all great. I'm not downing any of it, but I'm saying use what you've got 
and be empowered in any situation. Just like how Raymond teaches to work with water, he's teaching us to work with the water that we have, not to be limited and disempowered like, oh man, if I only had that clean, clear, pure, high energy water from that spring, I could be healthy. No. How do we use the water that we have access to? That's how we become powerful shaman in our own right. If you ask me, this is my opinion. So remember that objects that we use in healing, whether they're objects that you place on an altar, whether they're gemstones that you use for healing or flower essences or homeopathic remedies that you ingest, all of that is meant to enhance your own intention. And if it makes you feel more powerful, then by all means, use it. If it makes you feel limited that you can't do the work without it, then I suggest that you grow past it and you strengthen your own intuition and you use what you've got, what God has already given you inside. You don't need any of this other stuff. And I love it that Raymond says, anybody who's trying to sell you like a really expensive pendulum and saying that you need this to read energy, (laughs) he's like, no, you don't. He actually uses a bullet on a chain. And my husband got one of his pendulums, which it was like 15 bucks if you buy him in his class, you know, no big deal. And he loves it. And he's very protective of the energy of it. He doesn't want anybody else touching it. And I think that's good because he's connecting to it. He is harmonizing his energy with the pendulum so that he can say to it and program it since it's really all about his intention. That's all the whole thing is. He can say, all right, show me a yes, show me a no. And then when you use Raymond's chart, he has numbers all over the chart. So you can do percentages. Like say you want to measure the energy of your own vibration. You want to measure what is my energy like today? He gives you some parameters for what's the norm for a healthy person's energy or if you're at a really high vibration. I find that to be extremely useful because We all talk about high vibes and we all want a higher vibration, but how do we measure that? He's actually come up with a very simple way to measure energy, and I think that's brilliant. And what else I want to point out with healing tools, I notice if you're open to it, just the right gemstone, just the right thing to assist you on your own healing path will just naturally come into your life at the right time. If you're open to it and you're inviting them in, that has definitely been the case for me with pendulums, lots of rocks, lots of very meaningful shamanic power objects. And I want to say this too, as I studied shamanism, which is my greatest love when it comes to healing modalities and personal power and effectiveness, shamanism is just definitely where it's at for me. But I really struggled with the power objects for a long time, like, for instance, medicine bundles and medicine bags and things to place on my own altar until I really got the point of it being all about my intention. I was like, wow, I get it. This is not about this little medicine bundle that I've created with maybe I had certain plants or animal fur or animal wings or bits and pieces of a spirit animal or a gemstone wrapped up in that and placed on my altar, I realized all the power was me and my mind. And that's what is so 
amazing about shamanism, how old the practices are, but all it's doing is giving your intention somewhere to go, giving your intention a container, because we need that. We need that as human beings. And that is where I've changed my mind about the pendulum. Because instead of it being a lazy cop-out of not developing intuition, I find it to be a vehicle to intuition in the technique that I've learned and in how it's being used, being used responsibly. We need help harnessing our intuition. And the other thing that I find so valuable about it is the energy clearing aspect, giving you a way, giving you structure and format to work on clearing, to work on asking, checking in with the energy. Is there energy that needs to be cleared in my space? Okay, if you get a yes, all right, let's do it. Let's neutralize all negative energy. Let the pendulum work. Just watch it. For me, it'll go counterclockwise when I say that. And then I'm not done. It's time to build power and add frequencies and energy once that energy has been neutralized. So the next step is, okay, what do I want? Do I want to bring in the energy of joy, prosperity, harmony, success, love? That's my time while I'm working with the pendulum to ask and bring in those frequencies that I want to hold in my space once I've neutralized the undesirable frequencies. That makes so much sense to me. And if you've been at a loss for, okay, I want to clear and I want to enhance the energy and create a higher vibe, this is a really simple, easy way to do that. I also like using the pendulum to just ask, what's the percentage right now of anger I hold in my body or fear? Or grief. You can also ask around a certain topic. Like for me, I've been dousing on fear around technology because <laughs> I continue to be so challenged with learning about technology and I'm not going to give up. I'm really working toward embracing it and bringing in an energy that is harmonious for me with technology, which is why finally I'm recording again because I've honestly been neutralizing all my own resistance and all my own obstacles that are only from my mind. They're nowhere else. And we all do this in different aspects of our life. So how cool is it to have a measurable way of connecting in with what's my state of vibration today? What frequencies am I holding? And here's the really good part. And how do I want to change that? How do I want my energy to be different right now? I find this to be a very simple way of self-energy work, clearing and building power. And that's why I'm so excited to share it with you. The other thing I want to share with you today is never underestimate how open your loved ones might be to something that you might think they would never get as you're learning about healing, as you're learning about energy. If you think that the people that in your life that you love so much will just think you're crazy for learning new things and trying new techniques. I want you to learn from my experience. I feel like the less I've tried to make other people get something in my life, the more they can get it. The more I've let go and just allowed everyone to just have their own experience and be on their own path and just really focus on my growth and my healing, it 
opens up the energy for really good things to happen with those around you. And that's how I felt in that class, just sitting there with my inner circle, with the people that I just love the most in this entire world, and having them share and enjoy working on energy healing with me. It was like a dream come true, a dream that I didn't even dream because I had no expectations on them. And it just brought tears to my eyes and so much happiness. And I wish that for you with anything that you're learning and sharing and growing. Sometimes we can get so excited and so zealous about it that it turns people off if they're not ready. But if you just stay true to focusing on your growth, focusing on your healing, people around you that love you really respond to that. And it's pretty cool. So I've shared a lot with you about this guy up in the mountains of Virginia. He's just this cowboy guy with his gun holster and his gun packing (laughs) in a class about energy healing, which is hilarious to me, with his Stetson hat on. And there's all these people from all walks of life all around the country. No, all around the world. And lots of very intellectual people. I made friends with uh, an executive coach from NASA and all these intellects seeking this dude out who is so unapologetically himself, matter of fact, practical, down to earth as can be. Why are they seeking him out? I was really thinking about that. I think that he has found a way to tap in and understand energy that is very simple. And the beautiful part of it is he's not going, I want to be your guru and you need to follow me around and do what I say. He's going, you can do this. Anybody can do this. This is about empowerment. This is about the power of your own intent. And that's what I want to present to you today, remind you of, spark you with, wherever you are with working with your own thoughts and your own emotions and remembering how powerful of a creator you are. This gives you structure in how to start working with that power that you have. And so I hope you check out the links in the show notes that I'm going to include for you. And I hope that you remember this. His work proves to me what I've been knowing, my inner knowing for a long time has told me that we have the power to just tell our space to be clear and it will become clear. We go through a lot of steps and a lot of motions and a lot of rituals because that helps our mind get there. That's the only reason. But we do have the power to say, well, I told my space to clear up and it cleared. We have the power to do that with our own bodies as well. We have the power to neutralize any frequencies and energy in our body that is not for our highest good, that is not serving us and making us well, making us better every single day. We, and only we have the power to do that for ourselves. So it's a total wake-up call for me every time I remember all of the tools and techniques that I have at my disposal. And I got to say, I'm a fan of the pendulum now, used in the right way, not used in an energetically lazy or irresponsible way of wanting someone else to do the work for you. I have no problem with having a session with someone who's intuitive to show me my blind spots, but then it's up to me to implement 
the wisdom and clarity that comes from another human being or uh, a tool for intuition, but then it's, it's on me. I've got to make those changes and I've got to strengthen my own intuitive abilities so that I can be finely tuned to the world around me so that I can be more effective and harmonize in any situation that I find myself in. That's my responsibility, not the responsibility of the pendulum. And it's so funny. My husband, ever since I started working with one, he would call it a penguin, <laughs> like P-I-N-G-L-I-N. That was just like his name for it. It's what he thought I was saying, I guess. But he would be like, well, get out your penguin and see what you know, clear this energy here, whatever, with the penguin. And I swear all my friends are calling it that now. It's so much more fun to say than pendulum. But he's actually been using it in his auto shop. He owns a tire and automotive business and he's been getting really good results with the energy and and raising the energy and clearing it and making everybody that works in there feel better. And it's all his intent. He had the power all along. This has just given him a way to do that. And that's what I want to remind you of. How do you know if energy work is doing anything? How do you know if you've made an energetic shift? It's all about how you feel. Do you feel good? Do you feel better? Then it's working. So have fun. If you want to check out a pendulum, I'd love to know how the process goes for you. I'd love to hear about your own tools that you use to strengthen your intuition and how you feel about them. I am so curious to hear, do you have reservations about using something like a pendulum? There were some old associations that I had, and I just wonder if anybody else out there deals with that too. But keep on healing, keep on exploring, raising the energy and being powerful. And make sure and stop on over at evangelinehemrick.com for some surprises, some good meditations and downloads. I'm so glad to be back with you. So excited to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in.